Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It is Stephanie here and we are here back with day two of the Rent to Rent Rocket series. This is a series of live videos. We're going live every day for seven days in the run up to the Rent to Rent, to Rent Success book launch, which is going to be on Friday. It's going live oh. every day for seven oh, days in the run up to the Rent to, oh. Rent, to Rent Success I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, that freaked me out. Oh my gosh, live problems. But um, let's get back on it. So um, yeah, we're going live every day for seven days in the run up to the book launch. It's on next Friday, 29th of January. And today's video, every single one of these live videos is going to bring you massive value. And today's is all about the three biggest mistakes that people make in rent to rent. Uh, but before I dive in, let me tell you, because this is one of a series of seven, and uh, the rest of them are really super cool as well. You've missed yesterday's, but you'll be able to find that on the Facebook page, the Rent to Rent Success page, Facebook page and YouTube channel. And that one was all about the three things you need to know to get started in Rent to Rent in 2021. Uh, so make sure you've seen that one. And the book is the Rent to Rent, Rent to Rent Success, and it's our Rent to Rent Success system. It's the way to ethically make money from properties you don't own, to create that consistent cash flow, to live life on your terms. And we're really excited for you to get that into your hands. If you want to get it early, uh, you can join the VIP list at renttorentbook.com and there will be an early pre-launch that's only going out to the VIPs on that list. But let me tell you what's happening the rest of next week because we are just going from good to great. Tomorrow, I've got Jamie Medill from the HMO Experience joining me. I absolutely love Jamie to bits, love his podcast and show. And he's done a phenomenal amount in property, uh, but he he started in Rent to Rent and he'll be talking all about how Rent to Rent helped him rocket his business and some of his tips and advice for you. So definitely worth a watch tomorrow here at 1 p.m. On Tuesday, we've got Lucy Ingram from Ride Property. Now, if you've seen Steph and Lucy, they're both in the Navy doing phenomenal things in the last year within Rent to Rent and also doing developments and all sorts of other projects. So it's been a, um, a really fast um, springboard for them as well. So I can't wait to talk to Lucy on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we've got Andy Graham. Andy is from the HMO Roadmap. Again, super talented 
extremely knowledgeable about property investing, HMOs, business building in general. And Andy's going to be with us on Wednesday. Then in Thursday, we've got our London rent-to-rent expert, uh, Giuseppe Leone. Um, he's he's really phenomenal in rent-to-rent and practical strategies and teaching you how to make it work exactly for you. And then we've got the king of Rent to Rent Live coming to join us on Friday. That's Steve Curtis. He's bought a built a big rent to rent portfolio and also, like all of the others, moved off into buying and developing his own properties. So I cannot wait to share these property heavyweights with you guys. Now tell me, tell me if you're watching live right now, if you are here with me, tell me, is it snowing where you are? I need to either hear snow or no snow. Tell me about the snow situation. When I looked out the window this morning, I couldn't believe it. There was snow everywhere. Oh my gosh, we have got watching us who said, hi, Maria Apaniram, one of the queens of Rent to Rent. Love you, Maria. We've also got Sonia. We've got Yemi. Hello, ladies. Great to see you again. Now, do you know what the three biggest mistakes are in Rent to Rent? That's what we're going to dive into today. If you've got any guesses, put them in the comments. Now, I want this to be totally interactive. So do... um do uh, write any questions that you've got in the comments. Now, I can see that Maria and Yemi have got no snow. And Sonia's got snow in North London. Atlanta's got snow in London. Um, Yeah, we've got snow in Newport. So just reporting in so everybody's up to date. (laughs) Okay. Biggest mistake number one is that people don't start because they say rent to rent is too time-consuming. And I want to dig into that because there are some aspects to rent to rent that are time-consuming, but I think people sometimes come at it with the wrong aspect. So let me explain what I mean. So whether rent to rent is time-consuming really depends what you're comparing it to. So if you're comparing it to running a job that you are not that keen on, working 40 hours a week for 40 years to get your, you know, full-time salary, for people who are on an average UK salary, it's actually not very much. It's it's £25,000 a year is the average UK salary. Um, and you can make that through rent to rent managing, you know, three to five properties. So, and to manage three to five properties is not 40 hours a week. It's not 40 years. It's a few hours a week to start with and then a few hours a month later on. Uh, once you've got everything set up. So if you compare it to that, for for some people, like I talked about, some of the guests that I'm having with me joining from tomorrow are people who started off in rent-to-rent, continued to build their rent-to-rent portfolios, and then have gone off and bought and developed and done other things. So it could be the same for you. It can be a springboard to other things. It needn't be an end in itself. Most of us want to invest in the end. So you can invest a little more time now, get that cash flow up and running, start that investment, leave that job if that's what you want to do, and then move on. So it's so what I what I was saying was rent to rent is more time consuming than owning your assets and outsourcing the management of them. But rent to rent is much less time consuming than a full-time job. It gives you a lot more freedom. Like some of our rent to rent rock stars, Mark was saying that when he's now given up his full-time job, he's got nine rent to rents. 
He's building up his property business in lots of different aspects, not just rent to rent now. And that gives him so much more freedom. It doesn't mean to say that it takes no time, but it does mean to say that it gives you a lot more flexibility and freedom in your life to have your own business and your own cash flow independent of your job. Now, Judy said there's no snow where she is. And Judy is also says she's on £25,000 a year. That's fantastic. I'm guessing that's from your rent to rent portfolio, Judy. Let me know in the comments how many rooms you're managing. Is it HMOs or is it um, SA? Let me know more details. I And uh, Yemi's just saying congratulations to Judy. And I second that. Congratulations uh, for getting started, for getting it off the ground and for building up your business income like that. That's marvelous. So let's go back into this time thing that we're talking about. And usually it's like a, a triangle. So there's money, there's time, and there's knowledge. You need all three of those to invest in property successfully. And typically when we're coming into rent to rent, we're coming in with lower on the money side, but high on the time, more high on the time side. You can you can hustle and get the time and you're, you're learning the knowledge so that you can invest in this way and be able to make the money. And that's how it works. So for, for a very small investment, you can get the sort of business that Lucy has got there, um, and, you know, making £25,000 in, in a more part-time fashion than when you're working a full-time, a full-time job. So I see many people are taking much, much longer than a few hours a week or a few hours a month to manage their properties. And that's because they haven't set up the simple systems. And that's another one of the mistakes that I'm going to come on to in a moment. But setting up your systems is super important. And we show you how to do that. Set up the simple systems, save you money, time, save your sanity, save your gray hairs. (laughs) I haven't saved the gray hairs, but so many people struggle with unnecessary stress because they don't know to implement uh, some of the things that we teach. So let's compare now uh, between the two. Say you've got five rent to rent properties. Each property is an average of £500 uh, per month profit after all of the costs of running that property and all of the outgoings of running that property. Um, and a lot of properties are more than £500, but just to be conservative, £500. So say you've got 2500 a month coming in and you're doing a few week, a few hours work a month. And it, as I said, you can compare that to the average UK salary. It's actually £24,500, and that's from the Office of National Statistics for February 2020, where... You might earn, you might work 40 hours a week for that, but you might work a lot more. Your role might be stressful. You might have to ask always for your holidays. You might have a rough commute. You might have that sinking feeling every Sunday evening. So yes, you do have to put time into rent to rent, but is it worth it? Yes, absolutely. Um, You invest some time, but that payoff that you get is is life-changing. And like we were saying, many rent-to-rent is a stepping stone uh, because that lower investment needed means you can get started and get that higher higher cash flow. And remember in the rent-to-rent rockstar episode with Maria, she was talking about how she got a lease option on her very first rent-to-rent property. And that means that she's buying that property um, without needing uh, a big mortgage or a deposit. So 
you you can see that it's at rent rentsuccesscom slash Maria and Maria is is here watching with us today so that's fabulous so I'm going to move on now to mistake number two and I can see a few questions coming in so if you have any questions that you'd love me to answer on this live today do put them into the comments and I will come to them we had some great questions on the live yesterday and I think we could do again today I know we've got a lot of great people watching so um relying on sources that is mistake number two now This is controversial here. It's controversial because um, I know that a lot of people, they come to me and say, Stephanie, I've seen this deal. I've seen this deal. A source has brought me this deal. Is this a good deal? I just want to say to you, there's no shortcuts in terms of you have to make your own decision. You have to work out what's best for you. Do not rely on sources. That's what I mean. Okay, let the sourcer bring you the deal but then you assess the deal under your own assessment purposes because you've got to remember that many sources are coming into sourcing because they're new in property. They're learning about property and they're doing sourcing as a way to make money while they're learning about property. Nothing wrong with that, but you don't want to just take what they say to you and just go on gospel. And I've had so many people come to me and say, oh, we bought this deal. They, we, you know, we paid £5,000, £2,000, £3,000. Sometimes it's a crazy £1,000. And um, they bought a deal and it doesn't stack up. It's not working out. It's not cash flowing. And you look at the numbers and you just think this was never, this was never ever going to work. So what I advise you is you do the rent-to-rent success deal analyzer because that gives you total clarity. And again, we're all about bringing ease to this whole process so that you can enjoy the process of changing your life and making money. It shouldn't feel heavy. It should feel lighter and easier. And the rent-to-rent success deal analyzer just means that when you go into any, any deal, you know that there's a bit buffer in there you know that you're not going to be losing money if anything goes wrong. Um, So it just, even if you're not a spreadsheet person, this is for you. I typically was not a spreadsheet person. Nikki created the spreadsheet, but I love to use it because I love to go in there and see how much each deal is going to make. And you can adjust the figures up and down to what rent you would pay to the owner or letting agent and see what that does to the profitability. You can get each line of spending right. And you know that your deal is going to work. It's so, so important because when you get this right, your business works well, success feels easy. And when you get it wrong, it costs you money. But more importantly, it costs you peace of mind. Um, So don't guess no for sure. Um, Because I see so many people just guessing and that doesn't work. And we have had a question from Sylvester saying, would you advise one to go for help to buy, even if you can afford to proceed without it? Well, yes, because my understanding of help to buy, is that the one where the government, there are different ones, aren't there? But is that the one where the government gives you money, basically, adds to your savings? Because why wouldn't you accept that gift? If, if that's the case. But if it's something else, why would you have a hesitation about accepting the government grant with the help to buy? 
Um, and we've got another one. Yesterday, from Sonia, yesterday I saw advertised a four-bed, three-reception room house. I'm really excited to investigate. I'm on the Kickstart course and we'll put together the numbers and seek advice from the private Facebook group. Fantastic. That is phenomenal, Sonia. A wonderful. Uh, look forward to seeing that deal analyzer within the Facebook group and giving you the, the feedback on, on whether it's good to go ahead or not. So pleased that you've started going on your viewings already. So I'm now going to move on to the third biggest mistake that I see people making. And it's this. It's not knowing the simple systems for success. Because sometimes people come to me and they say, I know what to do, but what about this? What about that? Because Although on the surface, you're renting a property and renting it out again, and people think, oh, okay, I know what to do. I'm clever. Um, there are ways to set things up so that they're easy longer term, so that when you've got one property, you know, you can get away with botching things a bit. But when you've got three properties, not so much. You need a system. And they, those are the uh, important things that we teach you just as you're setting up your business to get those fundamentals in place. And it's simpler to have the systems in place. Uh, and take a little bit to put them in place rather than not have them in place. Just believe you me, when your HMO is like running like it's on tracks, it just goes so smoothly than when you've got no systems and it's all hectic and chaos. Now, the most important fundamental of that, the most important fundamental principle of it is ensuring that everything has a place. And that place is in the, in the cloud. So you or any of your team can manage your properties from anywhere in the world. That if somebody's asking for an AST, you know, because it, you know exactly where it is for every property, um, for everything. It's just so adds so much ease to your life. Yet, some people don't have that. They have some messages on WhatsApp. They've got some messages on their email. They've got some messages on voicemail. They've got some things on their G drive. They've got some things in their kitchen drawer. And that gives you that sort of low-level stress um, that, that's going to make your life really difficult. And that's the reason why you see people on Facebook saying, oh, I'm giving you a page of It's all too much. It's because these simple things are not in place. And I think people think that... There's nothing really to know, but there is there is there are things to know. There are people who have got successful uh, bigger HMO portfolios that has, have got them systemized, and these simple things are things that you can do from the start without having to go through the pain that they went through to get there. So that's the third big mistake: not setting up those systems. So um, uh, the other thing I was going to add is that we have now. It was hard to imagine at the beginning outsourcing because we were doing everything to a really high standard, I thought. <laughs> and I just didn't see how anybody else would care as much, how anybody else would could do it as well, um, how we could teach anyone to do it. Um, but we have, we have. We've had Luke, our property assistant, with us for almost three years now, and it's just worked out phenomenally well. And that's what we show you, how you can outsource all that systemizing so that you don't have to be in the business, that you can pull yourself out of the business. You can have much less time in the business for the same reward, which is, which is, which is phenomenal. So that's the freedom that having a system gives you. 
So I just want to end up by uh, going over the three biggest mistakes that people make. Number one is thinking that rent to rent is too time consuming, whereby it's a lot less time consuming than a job. And with very few properties, it can it can create the same level of income. The second big mistake that people make is relying on sources. It's okay to use the sourcer, but also do your own due diligence. Make the decision to take that deal based on what you say about it and not what the sourcer tells you, because often they're new to property that they actually don't know, or they're trying to make the deal look much more attractive so that you're willing to put down five, five grand for it. And the third biggest mistake that we talked about was not knowing the simple systems for success that make your life easier in the long term. Now, Isaac has said, um, oh, let me put it on the screen. Isaac has said, this is brilliant. As an investment to rent to rent to HMO on my first project, I find you both super inspiring, just subscribed and 100% get in your book. And if anybody wants to follow Isaac, he is on, on Insta um, at Isaac Property. And he's also said that, they appraise their own deals in-house and the sourcer would need to meet all our criteria. That is fantastic, Isaac. Well done. Huge congratulations, Isaac, on your success. And um, thanks for getting the book. For anybody else who would like to get the book, we have got the public launch on Friday, the 29th of January. We cannot, we're, we're so excited. Um, it's, it's a mixture of every emotion. Um, we've, we've been working on the book for a year and we're, we, we've, we've put massive value into it. We hope you love it. So we can't wait to hear your feedback. Um, and as I say, the public launch is on Friday, the 29th of January. But if you sign up at rent to rent book com, then you will get the pre-launch, which is a super fantastic offer before Friday. So you'll be one of the first with the book. So that's renttorentbook.com. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Join me tomorrow when we are going to have one of my favorite men in property, Jamie Medill, joining us all about how Rent to Rent helped him rocket his success. I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like the links for anything mentioned in today's episode, or if voice is not enough and you want to see us on video too, you can find all the show notes and lots more at renttorentsuccess.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd super appreciate it if you would take a few minutes to review it in your podcast app. Remember, we'll be donating to our B1G1 charities too for each review you give. Until then, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.